welcome back everyone on today's show i'm going to be talking about heart rate and how the heart rate affects our workout how to calculate your maximum heart rate your target heart rate and your resting heart rate and what all those mean for exercise intensity so let's get started with the show You're all very welcome to today's show. As I said in the intro there, we're going to be looking at heart rates and what they mean and how we can exactly implement certain strategies to get the most from our workouts. So I'm sure people have started exercising, particularly over the last few weeks, again, still on the back of the New Year's buzz or people that have been at it for a while. The heart rate and using it for a measure of intensity often gets overlooked. Speaking to people in the gym and clients on a one-to-one basis, they've never really applied the use of using their heart rate as a measure of intensity. The most common one is probably your RPE scale, just particularly around lifting um, within the gym environment uh, as a measure for the intensity. But... As it gets often overlooked, it's not something that people will actually go back to and have it as a measure, if that makes sense. So when we look at the heart rates and heart rate intensity, we need to establish a couple of different markers for ourselves, particularly setting out. So obviously our resting heart rate, our target heart rate and our maximum heart rate, which we're going to look at in a little bit more depth as we go through the show so when we look at each one of those little markers they can tell us a little bit about our health overall so for example your heart rate can let you know when you're stressed or when you're feeling anxious or even if you've just drank too much caffeine or had too many coffees throughout the day your heart rate can even be an indicator of certain underlying conditions that you might not be aware of and it could be an indication to go see a doctor and get uh, get a checkup and that's the beauty with the likes of your fitbits or your apple watches over the last few years they have highlighted for a number of people you read stories and stuff online and given them an indication that something was wrong particularly for a very high heartbeat so let's delve into why it's important to have a healthy heart rate. Often you'll hear having a lower heart rate is often linked to having a healthy heart and particularly linked to good cardiovascular fitness. So the lower heart rate is important for our overall health and certain bodily functions then as well. Having a heart rate can also help, having a healthy heart rate I should say, can also help prevent like the strokes, heart attacks, and a multitude of other different things. When we pair that exercise and diet can both contribute as well to a healthy heart. So that has to be highlighted in the conversation and brought up also. And on the other side of the fence then, obviously certain drugs, alcohol, caffeine, smoking, even can lead to obviously having an unhealthy heart rate sure a lot of those would have been very obvious indicators for most now at this stage but there's a couple of other 
different factors that you know can affect heart rate and i'm going to highlight those for you now as well just for people when we start to go through figures they go and check their own and they realize that they're outside the realm of what is deemed as healthy don't want to scare anybody it's definitely not the uh, not the aim of today's show so certain factors like let's see your activity levels your age what position your body happens to be in when you're taking your heart rate um your fitness level would be another one if you have any health conditions and even medication is going to affect your heart rate so it's very very important when we look at from a personal trainer and exercise professional's point of view that you engage in some form of cardiovascular exercise to keep your heart rate at a lower rate and it's often a parameter that's not measured by a lot of trainers to say for example obviously people want to lose weight and the scales or tape measurements whatever it might be often are the key indicators to go to for a lot of people but reducing the person's resting heart rate is a big big plus for them and it shows that they've obviously improved their cardiovascular health and their heart health overall so that's another good parameter to measure your overall fitness levels with one thing that you have to be very very careful as well we've established what your maximum heart rate to make sure obviously that the person doesn't exceed okay their maximum heart rate and putting them at risk again you can often you have cardiac arrhythmia chest pains obviously you'll feel very very um discomfort um and a lot of other factors once you go outside of that threshold almost like you're going to pass out or faint so it's important that if you're if you're exercising and you're healthy and you're fitting into that category that when you're pushing the limits as well that you allow for enough time to recover after certain exercises like performing hit for example or certain high intensity workouts so with that said it leads me nicely into how our heart rate affects a workout and when i'm working with clients on a one-to-one basis i do like to set parameters in around their target heart rate to know that the exercise intensity is at a level where I know the client is physically pushing themselves and they're getting the maximum return from their workout. And again, when we look at these these elements, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm prescribing full-on cardiovascular work. It can even be in certain exercises, like if we're performing supersets or drop sets or tri-sets, for example, to try and maximize or even a little mini circuit for example to maintain a higher level of heart rate for the client in order to help them obviously achieve achieve their goals so if we have a heart rate below the target whatever that target might be set at for example 130 beats per minute it doesn't it it means obviously that the client isn't pushing themselves enough so if the target rate is say 130 to 145, for example, and they're actually coming in then to flip reverse that at 170, obviously it means that they're going to, they're overexerting themselves and they're outside of that little window that we want them working in. Now I know people want to push themselves as hard as possible, but in some cases like there's not going to be that 
advantage or there's going to be diminishing returns because you're overexerting yourself. You're going to run that higher risk of getting injured and that's going to result in delaying your progress long term. So when we look at those target heart rates, you're typically your target heart rate for cardiovascular exercise is 50% to 85% of your maximum heart rate. Okay, so that's if there's always a little asterisk over every one of these things. If you don't suffer certain conditions like uh, asthma um, or if you're taking certain medications as well for anything else or have any sort of heart defect or condition or so you'll need to obviously speak with your PT or whoever you're working with and have a consultation around that process so they can actively set a more accurate target heart rate for you. So now let's look at some figures. Your maximum heart rate is the perfect place to start and it's actually a pretty simple calculation in order to find your maximum heart rate. Obviously when we say it's in the name, your maximum heart rate is the upper limit of what your cardiovascular system can handle during vigorous exercise, like of HIT, for example. You should always, always keep a marker of this and try to stay within those limits and try not to exceed it because you're actually putting a lot of strain and stress on your body if you're pushing outside of that realm. So it's very, very simple calculation for you. It is 220 minus your age. So for example, I'll break that down. If you're 20 years of age, your maximum heart rate would be 220 minus 20, which is 200. So in that scenario, you should not exceed 200 beats per minute. Okay, so this is all age dependent. That's an example. So your maximum heart rate is 220 minus your age. Whatever figure you're left with is your maximum heart rate. Now, again, that goes with saying if you have any health conditions that affect your heart, your lungs, or your overall exercise capacity in general, it's best to sit down with a professional and work out what your maximum heart. So speak to someone in the gym, speak to the gym instructors on the floor or PTs or your doctor in your next GP visit and get a more accurate indication, particularly if you have certain health conditions that are obviously going to impact some of your cardiovascular work. That, of course, leads us on nicely to your target heart rate. So from your maximum heart rate, you can now calculate your target heart rate. Now, this gets a little bit more tricky because the calculation was pretty simple for your maximum heart rate. And this is where you might need to consult a professional or whoever you might be working with on obtaining what the best percentage to work with is and obviously relates to your overall goal. That has to be said. That's very, very important to address. So your target heart rate is your optimal heart rate for exercise. Like I said, depending on your goal, the preferences, your target heart rate should be between 50% to 85% of your maximum heart rate. Okay, I know it still is pretty simple calculation to work out, but we have to link that to your overall goals. And like we like to say is your training age. So 
what type of exercise are you used to how long are you doing it and so on and so forth so if you're just beginning if you're at the very very start and again your fitness levels are not where you'd like them to be and you're just one foot on the ladder as they say you should aim for the lower end of your target heart rate zone so that 50 to 55 pushing maybe 60 percent you still get the most out of your workout and you're going to recover um, a lot easier and as you get stronger you know you're going to start to notice that the same exercise begin to feel easier and this is going to be if you're tracking like i said in the beginning tracking your bpm you're going to see the signs of your heart rate is it's not as high so if, if your resting heart rate was in around 82 for example and now you're down to 74 just as a, a random number an example you can see then over time and that's a trend is that it's coming down so you are getting stronger your heart rate cardiovascular system is getting better so you should always with the likes of tracking these percentages keep a track of how you're doing and how you feel when you're doing it because they can be adjusted so it's not set in stone that this is what you have to work with there is certain parameters within those zones that we can work with if it's too high if it's too low and we can move the bar according to your feedback so it's very very important to speak to the person that you're working with and give them some feedback on it and on the flip side of that Obviously, if you're not a beginner and you're a little bit more advanced, you'd be working at the higher end of the scales. Like we said, that's kind of 50 to 85 percent. You might be just outside the 70 percent kind of marker to get the most. Um, if you'd like, you enjoy those vigorous workouts, like some CrossFit workouts, um, high intensity circuits, hit workouts. 70 is a good start. See how you feel and monitor if it's not giving you enough return, adjust it and bring it up 75%, 80% kind of range. So that's how we adjust and we work with and work within our target heart rate zones. So as we've spoken about your maximum heart rate, your target heart rate, we're going to establish now your resting heart rate and what you should experience under normal conditions. So when you're obviously it's in the name you're at rest your heart should be between 60 to 100 beats per minute and we're talking when we put that scale as well you'll have some people say no 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 yeah, yeah this okay it's we're talking we're taking an average of the population here and speaking about the average joe you're talking about athletes particularly long distance runners anyone that runs marathons they're going to have a lower heart rate so when we talk about 60 to 100 we're talking about average joe population that maybe goes to the gym two three times a week and does the minimum 150 minutes of cardiovascular work a week so certain you know heart rates outside that zone say if you're higher or lower might indicate that there's some sort of issue and it might be good to just verify that with your gp at your next visit just to see if there's anything outside of the normal realm your resting heart rate it is the rate obviously at which your heart is pumping the lowest amount of oxygen necessary for your body you should know however that when we we get into certain emotions um 
your high emotions, low emotions, obviously they can contribute to your rest and heart rate. Like if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling angry or you're excited, your heart rate is obviously going to fluctuate, more than likely become a lot higher. So when is the best time to take your heart rate? Best time would be first thing in the morning, um, directly after you're waking up. If you want to check it throughout the day, I know when I'm talking about checking your heart rate, a lot of people are now wearing fitness trackers or fitness watches, which is very, very easy to do. It's just a flick of the wrist and monitor your heart rate or go into the app that you're using with that device in order to track your heart rate. So what you're looking for, if you're going to have a little bit of a um, test for yourselves and set yourself a little bit of a challenge, check it through various points throughout the day and see how it fluctuates. Obviously, if you're taking it in the morning, maybe on your first break or your lunch, if you're sitting in traffic, for example, you might be um, particularly angry or anxious depending on the type of traffic you're sitting in um, before a workout, after a workout, certain situations that you might find yourself in, you can see how the heart rate is going to fluctuate and see and track that over I know your, your watch, your device is going to do that automatically. Have a little review of that on your weekly basis. From your Monday to your Sunday, you can see how your heart rate has fluctuated throughout different periods throughout the day. Obviously, I'd like people to be aware of their heart rate and what category it should fall in. And especially if you're training to work to those intensities, because it's very, very important to maximize and get the most from your workout but it's important to establish as well some of those telltale signs again not to put the worry on people but if your heart rate at rest is above 100 bpm consistently or even if it's below 60 consistently and you're not falling into that category you talked about earlier as being a trained athlete you might be experiencing, you know, if you had a high heart rate, for example, it's called tachycardia and having a low heart rate is called um, uh, bradycardia. You're going to have some sort of symptoms like just key ones to, to um, look out for would be obviously dizziness, fainting, obviously is a big one and shortness of breath. So like, again, with, with long, if you pair those sort of conditions to, to what you might be experiencing, if you have a high heart rate, it could be like some fatigue, dizziness, um, lightheadedness, obviously some chest pain, shortness of breath, tightness in the chest, um, kind of like the experience, you know, fluttering in the chest, heart rate, or if you feel your heart racing, obviously they're telltale signs you need to go get checked very very quickly okay just to give people some indications and of what if you're resting hard over that um period of time is going to be over 100 or below 60 and you're not falling into that trained athlete category maybe go get get something checked especially if you're having some of those um you know lightheadedness spells or dizziness confusion um and fatigue um whether it's below or high go speak to your gp or professional and get 
checked. So guys, I hope you really enjoyed today's show and talk about heart rates and how we can use them and utilize them in our training. So I'd hope you'd apply those, get the maximum return from your workouts. If you're unsure of any of the figures and how to calculate them, by all means, contact myself and get me through social media. The links are in the show notes below. And if you have any further questions on heart rates or cardiovascular or exercise or training, or there's a particular topic that you would like me to cover on one of the shows, by all means, don't be afraid to drop me a DM and I will see what I can put together. Other than that, enjoy the rest of your day and I will speak to you all again next week.